You know, there was a word I was wondering about before we get started here, before I confirm that the stream is working. I was wondering about the word heifer. Is it pronounced heifer? We are off. It is, uh, it's Thursday, July 20th, 2023 AD, which means Women's Forum, third Thursday of the month to- tonight, ladies. And it's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. If you heard me mumbling and muttering seemingly to myself, I was wondering aloud if it's pronounced heifer. If heifer? Heifer? You know how JLP calls different people a heifer? (laughs) Heifer? It's spelled H-E-I-F-E-R. So it should be pronounced heifer. Or hyphen, uh, I before E, except after C, or when sounded as A, as in neighbor, and way, W E I, G H. But anyway, uh, we're gonna have a fun Thursday show, everybody. We shall discuss the uh, Pfizer plant destroyed by a tornado. I have no details. It's just an amusing little story. Uh, there was a tornado down in North Carolina, I think? Yeah, North Carolina. And it destroyed a lot of stuff, which I'm not for that, you know? I'm not for... I'm not an ill-willed person. Or am I? Uh, there's a vax for everything. Pfizer's all of... Is it Pfizer? They're trying to vaccinate the babies for something called GBS. You guys ever heard of that? Where's our resident historian... Uh, Lisa, over there in the Facebook crew. Haven't seen nor heard from her in a bit of time. Haven't seen anybody, any word from Facebook except for Wayne, what's up man, and Kale, the faithful guys. Did she ban Tyrone? (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, I will also talk about some other mess. Libs throwback story about Libs trying to meddle with the 2016 election, rightful election of our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, in 2016. Uh, (laughs) uh, Some of you guys may have seen it. It's just a little throwback story. Remember this? Remember that? Uh, The Hollywood people acting like Trump wasn't qualified. And my two favorite Americans, per a based, fun, not Muslim, boomer. Brigitte Gabrielle, MLK and Trump, her two favorite Americans. And she has some AI images of them that some people call photoshopped, and they're all, the libs are all mad. And the conservatives who are younger and are not so much for MLK, they're also mocking her <laughs> conservatism. But it makes me laugh. So if you're watching the video feed, you'll get a kick out of that. Um, and I'll try to describe it for those who are on audio feed. And racism, all this phony racism and slavery drama. I thought they wanted history. I thought history, I thought the libs said that, and the, and the blacks were all pro-black, so-called black conservatives were all pro-black, angry black conservatives, who still hate white people. They're all up in arms that... <laughs> There were some positive elements of slavery, you know, such as blacks' learning skills. And there were some violence, black on black and black on, uh, on white violence, even back in those days. 
and the people are up in arms about it. There was a little Washington Compost article about DeSantis's Florida. And Florida's Florida. It's not just DeSantis's Florida. Uh, wanting to educate the kids, the young people, properly. Seemingly, anyway. And some other things going on. Have a little story specially for Lin Yen Chin. Uh, constipation. Could lead, bat, could lead to a higher risk of cognitive decline. <laughs> it's a terrible topic. I'm not really a fan of this topic, but, but it's, it's not a pleasant topic. Let's put it that way, but it's important. And some beautiful music. It's White History Month. I'll be playing White Heart. And uh, Huntington's, the Ramones clones. Hopefully, you know. All that and your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. But anyway... Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I'm wearing my uh, plain, normal, ordinary Hake t-shirt. The Hake Report on it. It's, it does have some polyester because it's tri-blend. Ah, yeah, yeah. My tactic lately is not to go outside until after work. <laughs> it's pretty warm out, to be honest. What is it? 74 degrees out there. Gonna be 87 out there. I know it's a lot hotter for some of you guys. Has, has Phoenix dipped below 110 yet for their highs, for their daily highs, since they made like an 18-day record or something like that? Day after day after day, hitting over 110. Whew. So I'm getting kind of spoiled living out here by the coast. I used to live more inland where it Regularly got to a hundred, but uh, yeah, and it's a nice. Uh, I forget what color that this is, but you can go get yours, get your Hake tea if you like. I appreciate it uh, by going to thehakereport.com and looking in the menu for the Teespring link. One easy Teespring link to remember, relatively easy. Go into the web browser if you know what a web browser is, and type in teespring.com slash stores slash the Hake Report. Nice. Thanks, guys. So, Pfizer. Let me play this clip. This is uh, clip 41, the Thursday equivalent of clip 11, guys. Jumping right into it. Uh, go ahead and play this. Clip 41. This is from Wall Street Silver sharing a Clovis 1931 tweet. Clovis 1931 writes, go ahead, play it. Look at that. Look at that destruction. In, uh, North Carolina, it's purportedly a, I don't know, maybe a helicopter or drone footage from overhead of, of, uh, stuff getting destroyed. Buildings, uh, trucks, big old trucks. Pfizer building was destroyed yesterday, I guess. 
by a tornado about 40 minutes from where this young man lives, Clovis, 1931. It happened in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, 50,000 pallets of medicine destroyed. Wonder if any of it had mRNA as an ingredient. As an ingredient. Terrible. Home, I think some homes... I read in the Hague News, somebody said God is mad. <laughs> and I mentioned it too. Did God destroy Pfizer? I'm kidding around. But it can, you know... Tornado damage, I, met, I read it in Hague News at the end of hour one of the JLP show today. Massive tornado in North Carolina severely damaged a Pfizer plant and several other structures. Shut down a major inter- interstate, I-95, something like that. Uh, injured more than a dozen people Wednesday afternoon. So we wish you injured people well, right? They don't really have tornadoes o- over here in Southern California that I know of. We have little things that... Oh, is that a dirt devil? Is it a little twister? Oh, it's a twister. We get all excited as kids uh, on the playground. Seeing little bits of wind picking up the dust and twirling it around. Spinning it around. 150 mile an hour winds estimated. EF3, whatever that is, damage in some areas. Anybody know what EF3 is? You guys who live in the Midwest and the back east and whatever... Enhanced Fujita scale, or Fujita scale. An EF3 tornado will have an estimated wind speeds between uh, 136 and 165 miles an hour, which is 218 to 266 kilometers per hour for you globalists, foreigners (laughs) who use kilometers and don't understand miles. I don't understand kilometers very well when you talk about KPH. I understand 1,600 kilometers and 3,200. That's all I know. And 400 meters. But that's all I understand. And 2.54 centimeters. But if you go to another number, I don't get it. My mind goes blank. Mental math. Uh, I, ha- I suppose I have a mindset about it and my mind shuts down, which is a flaw in my mindset, I would think, you know? If you have a can't-do attitude, then you can't do mental math. But if you have a can-do attitude, I suppose you could do mental math. But there's also such a thing as talent, I guess, right? Just getting into a little rabbit trail, tangents. Hake is prone to tangents. It's a fact. Look into it. Uh, It tore through Nash County around 45 miles northeast of Raleigh. Photos of the damage showed, showed, and I showed you the footage, structures flattened and roofs crumpled like paper. This is CNN news, right? So-called news. The tornado toppled trees into the I-95, temporarily shutting down that highway in both directions. Imagine that. I was thinking about how poorly run uh, California's, Southern California, Los Angeles specifically, traffic situation is. We could build, if we were enterprising and a little more communist or something like that. (laughs) I'm calling it communist because there's this thing called eminent domain and you steal the, you take the land forcibly and you reimburse them a little from the poor people who have to live right next to the uh, freeways, the so-called poor, and you build bigger freeways 
for uh, us to deal with the traffic situation better. Traffic can be free-flowing rather than annoying and obnoxious, leading angry people to be bringing out the irritation from people who are already angry within. <laughs> uh, a lot of people just grin and bear it, and they're fine. Uh, but we could do that, it seems like. And we could also ship back the illegals and stuff like that, and the homeless bums, although they don't tend to contribute to traffic so badly. I don't think. We could deal with it, I think. But no, we don't. By we, I'm talking about the California government and something. Voters, I suppose. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper, male Democrat, embarrassing. And I think he's white, by the way. Roy, Roy Asbury Cooper. Asbury, A-S-B-E-R-R-Y, Cooper the third. Born in 1957, so he's what, in his 60s? I don't know, math. <laughs> I think he's in his 60s. I think that would put him there. Uh, a Democrat. Male Democrat. Purportedly white. Early life check. Mother was a teacher, father a lawyer slash liar. He worked on his parents' tobacco farm in the summer. Good for him. So that's why he's mildly successful. Became a, but he was, he was president of the university where he went. Young Democrats. Ooh, got a Juris Doctor degree, meaning a lawyer liar. From UNC School of Law in 1982. Embarrassing. But anyway, that, that male Democrat said first responders, meaning emergency guys, are working and helping clear roads and other, uh, provide other aid. So we wish you guys well over there. That's the story for that. I mainly just wanted to make fun of Pfizer and have fun with the notion of God's judgment. <laughs> I don't really believe that. So some of you guys, some of you guys, I don't think you guys really believe in that either. I mean, at least, you know, God destroying Pfizer labs. Let's go, said Enoch Bear, <laughs> Enoch 87 Bear. Pfizer could be a distraction from... Powers that bear in the chat, Hake chat, during Hake News on the JLP show, could be a distraction from the Dow chemical plant in Louisiana that suspiciously blew up six times. Have you guys heard about that? I have not looked into this. The plant manufactures weapons, he says. Whew. Yeah, and I pronounce it tornado because I don't know anybody who speaks like that, but... I find southern talk and country talk amusing and pretty cool. But speaking of uh, Pfizer, is there a vax for everything? They're trying to get a vax for everything? You have one tool, a vax, and you use that hammer, vax, on everything. You think you can use it on everything. Cernovich retweeted this. Cernovich is a center-left journalist guy whom I uh, follow on Twitter. He's been on the JLP show, The Fallen State, spoken at a men's conference before, cussed at the men's conferences. <laughs> uh, My Pillow Guarrel tweeted this out. She quote-tweeted a guy named The Chief Nerd who tweeted about this, and it's going to go over my head, but not maybe all of yours. 
The findings published in the NEJM, which is a journal of medicine or something, New England Journal of Medicine maybe, provide hope that maternal vaccination with GBS6 may protect infants against something called GBS. It's some disease thing. More local reactions were observed in the groups that receive, receive the GBS6 vax, the ladies, pregnant ladies who got that, uh, containing aluminum phosphate. Aluminum phosphate. Some local reactions, meaning, a neg- meaning your body reacted negatively to that, I guess. Among the infants, the most common serious adverse events, adverse events to, uh, to the woman getting vaxxed, right? For, on behalf of the baby, were minor congenital anomalies, umbilical cord hernia, umbilical hernia or something like that, and congenital dermal melanocytosis, which doesn't necessarily sound that great. Uh, and so this lady who calls herself My Pillow Girl, My Pillow, like that guy who, that based guy whom I disavowed just for the sake of my channel, who was a boomer who ex-drug addict but pro-Trump and uh, enterprising man in uh, Fox News commercials for My Pillow. Blanking on his name right now, but it's okay. My Pillow Girl, G-O-R-L. Kind of a cute spelling for girl. I guess she thinks she's cute. The vernix on your baby, she says. The vernix. I have a tweet. I have her tweet, actually. Up, up, uh, I think. Vax Babies 1. The vernix on your baby is uh, protective. And I'm going to explain what vernix is because I did look that up. I did look that up. The vernix on your baby is protective against GBS. In other words, vax not necessary in this lady's opinion if this lady is telling the truth. I have not confirmed. Not that interested. But, uh, and hospital staff, she says, though, but listen to this, hospital staff, zoom in on the, the, the top portion of it, because that's, that's where her point is. Uh, hospital staff will try and wipe it off immediately, post-birth. And I'll tell you what the vernix is that she wipes off. I mean, the, the hospital staff tries to wipe off. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, they'll try to wipe off this vernix. Immediately from the baby, immediately, when it should remain on your infant. And then she continues, scaring mothers into getting another vaccine that is unnecessary, she says. Her opinion, of course. I disavow it in case it's, <laughs> in case it's not approved. Don't want uh, to be banned for anti-vax talk. I'm putting this up just to disavow it for the sake of my channel. Also, you can reverse a positive GBS test with, get this, probiotics. Meaning like yogurt, I guess. Good bacteria, probiotics. That's what probiotics is, I think. Uh, and she actually replied to this, uh, the chief nerd guy. So that's her tweet. But she replied to the chief nerd guy, America is the only country that requires mothers even test for this, this GBS mysterious disease thing in, uh, in pregnancy. I guess it's not mysterious to them, but it is to me. 
the vernix on newborns, and I'll show you what vernix is. But I have it censored because we are tasteful on the Hake Report. <laughs> the vernix on newborns, oh, that's her, her tweet's done, uh, is protective against GBS. Oh, show, ver- show the vernix one, the next one, the next picture. Vax babies too, or something like that. Vernix, about. Because I looked it up. This is kind of graphic. <laughs> but I censored it. I censored it. Gross. Uh, the Vernix on newborns, and this is the Vernix, if you're watching the video, I'll explain what it is for the podcast listeners. Of course, podcast listeners are educated, and they already know what a Vernix is before Hake tells them. Is protective against GBS specifically, she says. And the first thing hospitals do is wipe it off the baby. As she states that as if the hospitals are dumb for doing that. You can also reverse a positive GBS test by taking probiotics, she says again. So let me show you, well, let me tell you what the, this Vernix is. I highlighted Vernix and said, look up. I'm on my phone looking it up, right? Vernix caseosa, also known as Vernix or birthing custard. <laughs> you know what custard is? Waxy or cheese-like white su- substance. Waxy white substance found coating the skin of newborn human babies. It is produced by dedicated cells and is thought to have some protective roles during fetal development and for a few hours after birth. But if it's but if they wipe the stuff off of the babies right after not before a few hours then uh then that's not so good. A vernix, a greasy deposit covering skin of a baby at birth. Why? <laughs> Birthing custard, says John Frederick, with a sick... Dang it, Hake, I'm eating. I know, I know. At least I censored... They show the whole... Well, anyway, I'm not going to tell you what they showed, but I put a black square over the part that they showed that I felt was too much. In fact, I showed too much... Too much vernix. <laughs> Oh, okay, all right. That's an, well, zoom in on it just a, for a sec on this picture. Cover your eyes, people who are eating. <laughs> Everybody's sickened by this. Uh, that's it. I feel like I've seen this in movies, some like Mel Gibson type movie, right? I don't even know if it's a Mel Gibson movie, but I feel like I've seen them have like newborns and they're like all covered in this white stuff on their skin. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> That's gross. Okay, all right. So, no, some people are having lunch. It's lunchtime in the East Coast. Indeed it is. Uh, well, are you at least pleased with me that I put this black square over, black rectangle, sensor in the... sensor in the, the, por- the lower portion of the baby? <laughs> That's really not nasty, says... Uh, Falconing, and I don't know if he's being sarcastic. All right. All right. I just wanted to point that out since we were talking about Pfizer. And, you know, there's God. God made us, and we made vaccines, and vaccines are, are fine. In some cases, I, as, I can only assume that they are telling us the truth in many cases. With rare exceptions, there are always going to be adverse events. But some of this stuff is a little too helpful. You know, like... Like constipation medicine when you could just be drinking enough water and getting enough 
fiber or something and uh, exercising and and sleeping enough and living right all these different things to allow you to live longer longer and it's like energy drinks when you could be just getting your sleep getting a good night's sleep or something or eating an apple and, and exercising and you know living a balanced life so uh I do avow, to a certain extent, the vax critics, the so-called anti-vaxxers. Man, wasn't that an interesting segment on uh, Roy Cooper, by the way, on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? That was pretty infuriating, if you ask me. But it's only infuriating if you're a, if you're a beta with anger, right? Right. Roy Cooper said this, uh, white nationalism, white nationalists is basically just a smear from the demon rats to try to keep the whites, the white, uh, conservative, patriotic, uh, young men, based young men out of the military and stuff like that. And then he said, and then some lady said, it sounded like that gal who interviewed Trump, uh, like a CNN town hall or something, and she's all, a white nationalist is, and that's not a, that's really not a good impression. A white nationalist, a white nationalist is. No, that's, none of these are good impressions. But she was like a know-it-all. A white nationalist is someone who thinks they're superior to other races. So what? Everybody thinks you think you're superior to Roy Cooper, gal. Uh, that's me overreacting to her. I've talked to people who are like either white nationalists or white advocates or, or pro-white or uh, definitely not anti-white, or at least not wanting to, wanting to be. And some of them do think that they're superior in certain ways, and some of them don't think that they're superior. They just want to run their own country, which is a valid thing. And who cares if they did feel superior? That doesn't mean anything. It's what you do with your... It's how, it's how you act and how you are and what you do. But it's a... <laughs> but it's a, a smear against the whites. It's anti-white, and it's ridiculous. But they pestered, as JLP said, the devils pestered him, and he caved and said, white nationalism is racism, and it doesn't, uh, racism doesn't even exist. And as you heard in my interview with Omar, the guy on th- this past Friday, Muslim young man, he calls himself middle-aged, He's in his maybe mid-40s. He's been through some health things. A a retired businessman. Family. Six children. Right on, man. Uh, What's his name? Third Rail with Omar. He interviewed me a couple of years back, two and a half years ago or something. Or at least a year and a half. It's It's not visible. Maybe I could find it. Maybe I recorded it on my end. I could put it up on my channel. But he he said that he thinks America should remain a white majority country. It's just common sense. Human nature wants their wants the country to remain basically uh, consistent. So is he a white nationalist? Practically every nation does have, like, a few exceptions, a few little minorities sometimes, so-called minorities. Talking about white genocide, says Sam. Yeah, exactly. 
third. Fed with Omar, says Carver 531. Omar's a liberal. He's a New Yorker. He has like a love-hate sort of thing with Trump, seemingly. He believes in this racism thing. He uh, feels for the... He felt for uh, that young man who was a Michael Jackson impersonator. So normal, ordinary liberals who are even foreigners, sort of a foreigner, he would think he was raised in, born in Yemen and came at at a young age to America. Uh, Even normal guys, I I credit Omar as being a normal guy. His Twitter is thecomforter underscore one. Comforter, E-R. At third underscore rail on uh, YouTube. Thank you, spoiler alert. Omar is amazing, says Kale. Yeah, some of you guys were kind of irritated. He, he's kind of anti-Israel. Some of you guys like that. <laughs> and I'm kind of pro-Israel. Some of you guys don't like that. But I credit there's stuff to criticize just with, it, with any country. Uh, but I'm just saying, this guy's a normal guy, and he knows that whites should have the majority in their own countries. But these evil, some call them anti-whites, and and I kind of like the term a little bit, but they're evil people, liars, mama spirit people, uh, witch hunt against the whites, against the conservatives, against the Trump supporters, want to weed them out of the country, weed them out of their own military. Talk about subversion. And this guy fell right along with it, this... uh, Tommy Tuberville, who I think had Trump's uh, support for U.S. Senator out of Alabama, I believe. Remember Judge Roy Moore? Based Supreme Court, state Supreme Court Justice Roy Moore ran, and I think he lost because there was a Washington Post smear on him. They tried to call him a PDF because somebody allegedly... When he was out of the military, he tried to date somebody who was like a teenager or something. And they tried to smear him over some weird story that may not even be true. Uh, and then they, they got Doug Jones for a while, that Democrat. They've been going after every conservative, beautiful st- southern state. So uh, Tommy Tuberville caved. Not surprising, honestly. Not surprising. And it shouldn't. And it sh- should be not. It should not be infuriating to uh, a man. It would not be infuriating to an actual man. But it is stupid and weak. Don't say stupid too much, kids. <laughs> uh, I don't know what made me think of that, but um, maybe it's because of the uh, the smear against the vax, the people as anti-vaxxers. It's another another way of smearing the whites as white nationalists. It's ridiculous. He had it right, basically right the first time. People know the truth, but that's too true. This is why Trump was so refreshing, because Trump did not generally cave when he told the truth except when he disavowed proud boys 
But even then, he was kind of normal and real and cute about it. <laughs> Not to call him cute. I, but I can't really call him alpha about it. <laughs> I can't really call him alpha when he said, I disavow proud boys. I don't know anything about them, but I disavow that. You can't call that alpha, even though Trump is kind of alpha. He is, uh, it was still kind of cute. <laughs> He's like, I don't know anything about them, but I disavow that. Because they were trying to smear the Proud Boys as radical whites. Just endless anti-whiteness. Really anti-truth. So that's that. Kevin in New York is on the line. Kevin, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? Hey. Hey, hey. how's it going? Hey. Going well, man. How about you? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I, I figured I'd give you a call. Uh, I'm on break at work. Oh, cool. <laughs> right on. Cool, cool. But yeah, um, you know, I, I hate to sound like I'm playing the devil's advocate and everything, but something hit me. Uh, yesterday, I believe, in which there was a question in my head uh, that, is it right to want to try to save this country? You know, and it almost makes me feel sad to to uh, question myself like that, because, I mean, even as a black man who's grown up in this country, I mean, I've come to love this country, you know what I mean? There's you, no you've come, to, you've come to love this country. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, there's not any other place out there that I I think that I could live comfortably as as in this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this country that we all know was indeed built by white men and, and made it as great as it is now. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I ask that question: Is it right to save this country? It's not to say go ahead and give up. But, I mean, knowing the Bible, thinking that I think that I know God, uh, I mean, the the bad things that have happened to this country so far, I mean, it's only a small hint of God's judgment. How you were saying earlier about that tornado that happened uh, to that, you know. um, You know. You think that... You think that the bad things of this that have happened in this country or to this country l- lately, such as immigration and subversion and uh, this the craziness about the racism, the the insurrections against imaginary racism, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Because you think those um, are God's judgment. Yes, because. I I can I feel like I can safely say that because I mean uh look at look at what's happened in the past. Um am I not right by saying that even in the past that uh God uses the enemies of Israel to bring judgment on Israel? Oh, they were disobedient at a, at a certain point. Now yeah, I'm not comparing Yeah, in a sen- in a sense you can say it is sort of God's judgment. I think it's kind of the way that God set things up. It's kind of like the laws of nature and sort yeah, of the absolutely. laws of maybe the laws of nature is God. You know, Frederick says 
uh, when, when some things that I call evil, when people do things that I would call evil, he calls it God's plan, which may be accurate, actually, even though Frederick, I think, is a, sort of a nutcase and shallow. He may be right about that, though. God's plan, like, you know, he, yeah. he let it happen. He's fine with it. And it's naturally what's going to happen. When you do evil, evil will befall you. Yeah, Injustice will befall. It, like, it, it is God's judgment, but we're also bringing it upon ourselves. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's just like that. It's so crazy. You may be you right. I, I don't know if it's fair to call it God's judgment, but it's sort of a... I mean, because first and foremost, I mean, look at all the abortions that we've had in this, yeah. in this country. Right. And I that's, mean, that is a symptom of the evil in the hearts of the people. Yeah. yeah and it's just, but, and that's just one symptom of many, because that's not the only evil, because the whole country, practically everybody in the country, is pure evil. And then yeah. s- some of us want what's right, or some people think that they want what's right, but doesn't matter. Still doing evil and being evil. Yeah. yeah I don't know um, if you heard, there was a f- call on the JLP show today from a gal who said that her brother was such a beta, not a real man, with his wife, so... His wife, yeah, I listened to that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his wife cut her off from her niece, and she had this bond with her niece, and she's getting all high and mighty over it, and she doesn't yeah. see the evil in herself because she's too busy judging the evil in her brother, evil weakness in her brother, and evil, evil maybe in her sister-in-law. And so that's, yeah. that's the world. When we're sitting around there judging the liberals, the liberals sitting there judging the conservatives... And uh, same with the blacks and whites and men and women. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's... Yeah, that, it's, that further makes me think of how far we've gotten away from the, the true meaning of Christianity because it's supposed to be about internal development rather than outside judgment and looking at the world and being disturbed by it, really. Yeah. So, know, what like, it, so you're asking if it's right to try to save the country? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, to to try to save this country is to, I mean, I'm not saying to give up, like I said before, but, I mean, it's kind of ignoring things that we've been doing to bring some of this stuff on ourselves. Well, you know what I'm uh, and, and, and the very fact that... What are you doing? Bible, what, what are you... What are you doing or what are you observing people whom you would support, whom you support doing in effort to save the country? Because what do you mean by that? Um, what I mean by that? Uh, well, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. No, no, what, sometimes I'm, I'm brought to the conclusion that uh, we have to let things be. No, no, I'm not telling you. what I'm asking what you mean by try to save the country. What does that mean, trying to save the country? What does that look um, like? Oh, that's a really, that's a really tough question. I, I mean, were you? Seems, did you? In your mind, did you think you were trying to save the country? You know, I, I actually did. Yes, and it, this sort what of were you goes doing? along with uh, just spreading alternative media sources to people. Oh, okay. Um, 
You know what I mean? Because yeah, I I know because a, a lot of the brainwashing that happens is because of people they give into mainstream media not knowing that there's other sources of info out there. I don't know if that's the reason, but that is, I think that may be a symptom. You're not getting to the root issue. Maybe mm, yeah, it's a yeah. it is a. I don't think that that's necessarily the root. Because I read mainstream media all the time. And I don't know if you would classify me as brainwashed to the extent of the people whom you're spreading alternative media to. Mm. Well, I, 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 har- I hardly even am exposed to alternative media, except maybe a little bit on Twitter. And maybe on a TKR official telegram. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And a little bit of, I, I, J- well, JLP. He's alternative media. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's it's funny to say that I, I don't think that I group you into that that same category and everything. It's just um, another thing that you said. It's not getting to the root of the problem. Yeah, and and, and you're definitely right about that because the root of it is really a spiritual problem. Right. Yeah. That's why I so, think what what JLP is doing, which I don't know that it's efforts to save the country maybe he, maybe he has in the past maybe he is today maybe he is not uh he has said that the country's over now <laughs> but he's oh, yeah. addressing the root of people's evil hearts and those who are going to wake up uh hear it and and receive it and, or ponder it or whatever maybe they think about it later yeah and uh those who don't that's fine. Let them, uh, let them wish them well. Wish them hell. <laughs> wish them well <laughs> in their hell. Uh, yeah, you could definitely say that. Oh, man. So I, th- what, I, think what that that, I think that's a, that's a, I think he has valid efforts because he's, he's not forcing anybody. He's just telling the truth as he sees it and dealing oh, honestly with people and, and treating them well no matter how they treat him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a really good good conversation, excuse me, Uh, because I I realized that I probably need to stay out of my head about that sort of question, because, I mean, only a person can be saved by by God. Yeah, true. It's narrowed down to the individual instead of the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's different things you can do in the course of your life. Like, you could run for office in New York, or you could be a, a sort of activist on your own time. I don't know if that's a valid pursuit. Uh, you, you could uh, b- make your own business and support people who are doing something that you think is, is good to support. Uh, I don't know. And, you, and in your own life, but your life, JLP has said your life is your platform. So you can't really be deplatformed. You can't. Uh, yeah. you, I mean, you can get cut <laughs> off from from different things. You can lose a, your job and all kinds of evil things that they can, worldly things that they can take away from you. But you can't. Yeah. As as Audio Adrenaline said in the in the contemporary Christian song, uh, one of their songs, you can't take God away from me. <laughs> you can take my <laughs> life, my land, my liberty. But you can't take uh, God from me. Ah, <laughs> uh, well said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, you know, that's that's a really good point. I was I was thinking about starting my own YouTube channel because I, 
You know a little bit of my interest already. I'm the guy who called you and, and uh, filled you guys' ears up with uh, talk about the Apocrypha and stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sort. I, yeah. I do sort of remember some of your prior calls. All right, all right, cool. Nice, but Yeah, man. yeah, Th- thanks for taking my call anyway. <laughs> yeah, fun call, man. Interesting. Yes, definitely. I'll try to call again. All right. And have a good one because I got to get back to work. <laughs> okay. Happy White History Month, man. Happy White History Month. Thank you. All right. Bye. Awesome. Bye. Kevin in New York. I thought that was a nice call, right? It's a good call. Okay. The Libs messing with the 2016 election. Remember this? Clip 42, the equivalent of the Thursday equivalent of Clip 12. Charlie Kirk based Charlie Kirk 11. <laughs> he t- he tweeted out and I saw this from somebody else a day prior or two days prior I guess the day before yesterday and I mentioned it yesterday he tweets Charlie Kirk though tweets you know of TPUSA I throw around the term base loosely you know that uh, in 2016 a bunch of B-list Hollywood has-beens <laughs> so so uh, dismissive. Made a video urging 37 Republican electors from the Electoral College, you know, to defect and defy the will of the voters who elected Donald J. Trump in 2016. It didn't happen. But you know what else? You know what else didn't happen? No one suggested throwing those these celebs in the gulag either. Gulag is a communist thing. Uh, meaning the jail. The alternate, the alternates electors witch hunt is part alternate electors witch hunt. He's referring to those fake electors whom Trump wanted to have vote for him. Fake electors. Witch hunt is part of a multi-pronged attack so that Jack Smith, the DOJ uh, unchristian attorney general of the United States appointed Jack Smith guy can charge Trump with rebellion and disqualify him from the 2024 ballot, says, alleges Charlie Kirk, young, relatively young conservative guy. Michigan's, Michigan's Democrat AG, Dana Nessel, whom I talked about yesterday, not a Christian, not even morally straight, is just the first to act. Here's the, uh, here's that throwback clip from them <laughs> acting like they love their country and democracy and a bunch of actors, including, uh, you guys may recognize a couple of these, or maybe many of them. I recognize, uh, Charlie Sheen's dad, Martin Sheen. He's Mexican, did you know that? I think he's Mexican. Um, all these guys, these, em- Emilio Iglesias' dad too, right? No, Emilio Estevez, not Iglesias. <laughs> Uh, I'm confusing that guy. Anyway, uh, confusing singer with actor. So here's, uh, here's their, uh, two minutes and 23 seconds of these guys pretending like they love the country. (laughs) Maybe they think they do. Here it is. Republican members of the Electoral College, this message is for you. 
As you know, our founding fathers built the Electoral College to safeguard the American people from the dangers of a demagogue and to ensure that the presidency <laughs> only goes to someone who is, to an eminent degree, endowed with the requisite qualifications. An eminent degree. Someone who is highly qualified for the job. The Electoral College was created specifically to prevent an unfit candidate from becoming president. <laughs> there are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference. By voting your conscience <laughs> on December 19th. And thereby shaping the future of our nation. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. Oh, Moby! As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person. Any eligible oh, person, no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United Look States of America. By voting your conscience, you and other brave Republican electors <laughs> can give the House of Representatives the option to select a qualified candidate. Not, not enough tea. More I tea, please. I stand with you. I stand with you. I stand with you in support and solidarity I recognize with conservatives, that guy. independents, and liberals. And Who all citizens of the United States. The American people trust that your voice speaks for us all. And that Come you, on, Moby. you will make yourself heard through the constitutional responsibility granted to you by Alexander Hamilton himself. What is evident is that Donald Trump lacks more than the qualifications to be president. He lacks the necessary yeah. stability. And clearly the respect for the constitution of our great nation. Oh, yeah. You have position, Asian authority, man. and the opportunity to go down in the books as an American hero who changed Not all of them the are course boomers. of history. And you have my respect. You have my respect. You have my respect. For your patriotism so and service to the American people. How embarrassing. Unite for America. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I shudder. It makes me shudder. The cheesiness, the corniness. That's even more disgusting than the, what's that stuff called? Than the vernix on the baby. Isn't it more disgusting? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a different type of disgusting. <laughs> am, I, am I unmanly for cringing? <laughs> Love it, says uh, Crimson13. Shout out to Twitch. Hey, Lisa, our resident historian is back. Competence is key, lacking in the current administration. I know, Trump was like the most qualified president. Well, I don't know if she agrees with that, but Moby, what a fantastically awesome guy. <laughs> How do you guys appear all of a sudden? Anyway, uh... I gotta, I wanna bring in uh, Hassan on that, br just briefly to react, if you wanna react, I don't know, Hassan. <laughs> You're welcome to if you want. What's oh up, yeah, man? no, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just all this propaganda against Trump, it's unbelievable, it started way back then. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I'm not telling you to not vote for... <laughs> Not telling you to vote for Hillary. Yeah, it's like I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It's very silly. Our resident health expert, not historian. You're right, John Frederick. Did I call her historian? 
health expert. <laughs> I did forget her title already. Uh, but speaking of history, you're, uh, show him your shirt. Show the, straight on to the camera there if you can, man. Oh. Uh, it's, is it Caravaggio again? It is. It is. Somebody said that it looked like Caravaggio. Somebody in the Odyssey chat on JLP. Nice. Vote your conscience, boy. Only they said boy spelled with a G. Yeah, Greenwall. Yeah, Caravaggio. It's uh, when Jesus cut off the e- I mean, not Jesus. Peter, St. Peter cut off the ear of a, uh, before he was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe before he was a saint. I don't know. Exactly. But the Lord chose him. Yeah, you know, that video also reminds me, um, you know, they've been doing the strike um, outside the ABC building and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've been... That's the actors and writers, right? Yeah. For Hollywood. And I've been kind of, you know, I shouldn't, but <laughs> I've been kind of pestering them and, and arguing with them. And, uh, yeah, it's just silly, you know. It's like, it just reminds me of that, you know. Yeah. Sort of self-important, egotistical, self-righteous... Yeah, and it's wrong, it's wrong that I'm still partaking. Right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but it's funny that, um, and now the actors are joining in and supporting the writers, and, you know, it's just. Yeah. They're, they're funny. It is. He's talking about the unions, the actors' union and the writers' union. Writers' union did it first like a month or two ago. Yeah. It started a strike. They're not working because they're communists. And uh, they're, co- they're striking against their fellow evil, commie capitalist, uh, movie studios and uh, TV show studios. And uh, so what's, what's the nature of what you're saying to them and what they're saying to you out of curiosity? Just, you know, I'm just like, you know, you know, when is this going to be over? <laughs> you know, like, what What do you guys want? Yeah. And um, then they go, you don't know. You know, they're screaming. They start yelling about Bob Iger. And Bob Iger is the Disney guy, right? Yeah, but I believe that. He may be gone. Well, Replaced? I think that owns I ABC forget. also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Disney does own ABC, I think. Yeah, and... Um, so, you know, it's just, and I try to tell them that, like. But is Bob Iger making a lot of money while they're rotting, like they're uh, poor or something in their <laughs> minds? I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, how dare them act like they're not already making I know. Uh, too much money. The, the, like, well, who's to say what's too much? But what I'm saying is, like, it's not like the union for, like, even if I don't, even if we don't agree with that either, but it's not. You're not like construction workers. You're right. not like, you know what I mean? You're still getting, in my opinion, overly paid for what it is that you're doing. So, I mean, there's a wild discrepancy between what you get paid as a musician or actor. You can get paid very little or you can get paid a lot. Yeah, but I don't think any of these writers that are that are on these shows or ABC, I don't think they're getting paid... I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're getting pennies. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and honestly, I think that they're more... And it's kind of their fault for being Democrats, by by and large, raising the cost of living. 
because cost of living in California and these liberal areas is due to the liberal policies, I would say. Yeah. And I think that they're more like worried about AI and stuff like that. Oh, and they're yeah. just trying to. They don't want to mention that, though. Exactly. And I think they're trying <laughs> to like secure. Because AI of... could replace them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, like now they want to scan for background actors. They want to scan, be able to scan your face and just duplicate you in the computer. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So for like. You know, you come and film one time, and then they have the rights to your face, basically. And then they can just, like... That's um, funny. Uh, digitally impose or whatever. Then you face. don't have to show up. Yeah, and they don't have <laughs> to pay you. And they don't have to pay you as much anyway. And Maybe they make an agreement or something. Yeah, and they were complaining about that. And I was like, well, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have to do any of these things. You don't have to necessarily work for these people. You can do your own thing. You can do whatever. But, right, true. Um, yeah, so, but hmm. it just reminds me of like that energy of like this uh, mob mentality of like, you know, just basically complaining through their, their like standing up, but it's really they're just um, signal boosting, like you say, and everything, and like um, really peer pressuring people. Yeah. Like to and influencing people to like, hey, you better think this way or you can't you can't, you know, be with us kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying. Yeah. They're um, the mob. Follow the crowd or else. Yeah. Uh, back in the olden days, Hollywood used to blacklist c- communists and now they're blacklisting people who are not communist enough. It's, it's crazy, I think. Uh, yeah, I've noticed, I noticed even back during the Bush days, when I was in college, George W. Bush was president, and um, he may well have been evil on stuff, but it felt very trendy. Like, I would go to these shows, you know, concerts, and these musicians, and I would go to art galleries and things back then, and all these people in college and after college, they would be all speaking out against Bush and speaking out against their fathers and and just sort of just self-righteous, trendy, not unthinking people. And so it would be kind of boring when these same people would come out against Trump and make jokes against Trump. Oh, so edgy, so trendy. Everybody, everybody agree. Every liberal person agrees with you. This is not risk-taking. It's not original. It's not even funny. But since you're so angry and everybody's angry along with you, they pat you on the back for going after Trump. It's trendy. Yep. Yep. Trendiness. Boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Well, thank you, Hassan. Appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. We're at the top of the hour. That means White History Month. Music. For Hake, Hake's white history. When I was a kid, I grew up on some of this stuff. This is Whiteheart. Say the word by Whiteheart. Let me look it up. Oh no, say the word, Whiteheart. Boom. 1992 album, Tales of Wonder. Hope you like it, guys. I know I do. You musical Philistines, you can cover your ears and sing la la la, press mute. Uh, 
Go outside, shovel snow, rake leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, crack the whip, get it cracked, and on you, and slave away with dignity. And I'll be back for hour two. Hang tight. Shows the secret hands by your side, the wounded bird that's in your eyes is too broken down to fly. Say the word, it hurts to hear your silence, to watch you slip. So good. Wow, this is music. Nice song. That's just the way it is. Some things will never change. Your musical genius is a, truly a breath of fresh air. Is that sarcastic? Is that a recorder? Might be. Or a flutophone. James dance music. The N-word? Which word? Say the N-word? No. That flute hits different.
come on, Simba. Let's go home. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. Uh, I got to read a few Super Chats over here, guys, maybe? Oh, let me just check for Super Chats anyway. Amazing, amazing camel jockey on Rumble. Hey, looking like a big old rack rack of Chili's beta back ribs. <laughs> just kidding, buddy. It would appear from the show and your success along with it, God has blessed you. Keep it up, man. That's kind. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Over on D Live, thank you to Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong for the lemons and the ice cream. Three ice cream. Why isn't it three ice creams? Haig feels holy walking next to a church. Yeah, I was showing uh, the uh, St. Rita's Church. It's a Catholic church. And there's a couple of churches in uh, Sierra Madre. I was walking up towards, or toward, if you're not British, I guess, the, what's it called? The Mount Wilson Trailhead. Over there on one of the holidays. It's a nice area, you know, quiet. Don't go there, Antifa. Spoiler alert, found Hassan's shirt on Tee Public. Whoa. Is that true? Is that really? Uh, I thought that he made it custom. Is that custom? Or is it uh, from Tee Public, Hassan? That t-shirt. He's not answering. That's okay. Uh, let me get to Grant in UK, United Kingdom. Grant's been on hold for quite some time. How you doing, Grant? Hello, can you hear me okay? I can, I'm getting a little background noise, but if you can... I'm sorry about that. Oh, I accept your apology. What's up? I accept. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, actually I just want to say about that song, I never heard that song before. But I'm, I'm British, right, but I always consider myself a wannabe American. And that proper gave me vibes of like, it like the moonlight's glistening in like the eight. I guess the eighties, in some respects, was maybe a good time for America. Even if they didn't realize a lot of things, they were like hyped. And they were happy about like the situation that they were in. A lot of Americans at the time. And it just reminded me of like an eighties, like moonlight when LA was a bit less degenerate. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, you know man. I mean? Yeah, that's uh, this was 1992, but 1992 oh, okay. is basically leftover 80s. Am I right? Yeah, especially that's for true. Christ- yeah, that is true. Especially for Christian music. <laughs> right. Is that a Christian song? It didn't sound like it. It actually is. Uh, if you listen closely another time, you may hear some words purportedly from Jesus from the Gospels. Mm. Come all you weary and I'll give you rest. Um, I'm the way right. and the light and my truth will set you free, stuff like that. It's sort of harkens back to Jesus' words. I don't know what they mean okay. by say the word, but it definitely has a cool feel to it. I like it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I w- wanted to ring because uh, it was kind of a spontaneous call. Um, have you, like, noticed in your life... Um, it's just literally, it's just, like, it's so profound, like, how many times Jesse says something, and you only see the truth in, in what he's saying when you've actually experienced it yourself to its full understanding. Like, he'll say something that's quite simple, like, you know, your thoughts and feelings aren't your own, right? And he says, he said in church at one point, and, you know, you kind of believe it, but you can only fully believe it when you've had an experience with it. He said, 
Um, if you right now believed that your thoughts 100% weren't your own, you'd be, you'd be free right now. It's that you, you still believe, you know, maybe a little bit or a lot, that they are is the reason you're not free. Yeah. And, and like I hadn't, ex- so basically with my life, uh, physically the body that I'm in, the temple that I'm in is like ill a lot of the time. So I'm like bed bound a lot of the time with pain. And, um, uh, I have a lot of like, uh, cognitive and sensory problems that, um, uh, they affect like day by day. It's a very different experience for me. Yeah. And, and I live in, um, this, uh, kind of like massive mansion, but it's turned into apartments where there's like five to six apartments above and below us and stuff. Wow. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. And, um, the people above me and below me have just randomly become extremely loud and like, just like, um, they're constantly banging, like screaming yeah, and all these things. And the previous me would have gone into a state of fear because I would have felt like this place of solitude to try and either like heal or try and get better when it comes to the physical. I needed, like I've always looked at it as I needed somewhere that felt quote unquote safe. And when the banging and everything and the screaming and stuff started to happen, I felt that overwhelming sensation of anxiety and like, uh, a boiling of, you know, emotions and thoughts come into play. And it's really interesting because, like, you know, I, I basically just did what I needed to do, which is to observe it. And it was like, so. and, and recently I've been in the body. I, don't, I really know it's not me. So the body has been in, like, a really bad place where I've had, like, really severe vertigo mm. and re- really bad, like, you know, I've just been lying there basically. Yeah. And yeah, like it was just so fascinating to like not let something that would previously make me go into chaos. Like it's so fascinating how much it wants you to go in. It would try everything. It's so, and, and I, I would say emotions and thoughts are very abstract. There's yeah. no logic to them. So they're no, there's no linearity to anything that isn't logic. So it has a form of abstraction and that chaos is like a, it's like a volcano erupting. And in a way it feels like you're burning alive inside. It can get to that severe point. If you really observe it, it's like something's a burning alive in you. And it, yeah, I just wanted to ask you like, as time's gone on in your life, have you had moments where you would have had something previously that would have really affected you? And then it happens again, something similar or, you know, like happens again. And instead of letting it affect you, you've just now turned it into observation. I feel like I've, I feel like I've had somewhat similar experiences to that where, like you said, you don't really have to respond to a chaotic or potentially scary or anxiety inducing environment with that with believing those thoughts and going into anxiousness uh and that's better for your body too by the way uh Mm -hmm. i i feel like i i can i can definitely relate to what you're talking about that's cool man 
that's yeah, a, okay, that's a really a nice report, to be honest, because uh, although your body's going through some, uh, what it sounds like kind of a crazy sickness, crazy illness or disease, mm-hmm. you're getting better even while suffering. You're, you, yeah. the, the, the real you, I guess, is getting better. Or you're coming closer to the real you rather than wallowing in your suffering and being all all mad about the or upset or scared or anxious about these uh people being crazy around you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's amazing like i'm get i'm getting better where it counts right you know like you can view it as like uh like i'm gonna say something i didn't even know i was even gonna say i'm just gonna say this like I, I was, the ego is so damn evil. Like, I used to believe that I was here to um, create films that were going to morally change culture. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And I tried to convince myself that it was for God. Because, like, I can't help be creative. It's just like a, it's like a, I, I just can't help it. But, but like, um. But be creative, yeah, you said? Go, yeah, be creative. Yeah. yeah. And, and. As I'm now getting older, and it appears in the present right now, I'm not really able to do things in a nor. How can I put it? Like I'm not able to like uh, maneuver like an average human being when it comes to what I'm able to do on a daily day basis because of the body. Um, the only thing I have left is to see the truth, which is to let go of all of these opinions on who I think I should be. Yeah. Whether that, you know, whether that's how I react to the people around me or what I believed I should have been. And, um, it's just great. It is, it's such a blessing to, I really don't know if God like puts crazy. Uh, I there's a. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if it says in, this in the Bible. And I know you're a bit more of a Bible thumper than me when you're in your past. So I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Um, like, does it say in the Bible God only gives you what you can handle? It says something to that's similar to that. Definitely, like you, he's faithful. He won't let you be tempted beyond what you can take. Something right. like that. Which is basically the saying the same thing that you just said. Yeah, because because it, it seems like a lot of people in uh, who would view my experiences as, as oh you know a lot of people in my life if they're around me like oh poor you and I'm I, you know I, I'm like yeah yeah it's like in a way I'm having the best life right because I'm because of this stillness that I have to continuously be in because, you know, I'm either lying down or trying to do, you know, heal myself in, like inside. It allows me to be closer to God. And what else is there, really? Right. So this is, in some respects, the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, First yeah. Corinthians 10.13. Thank you, Sean. Uh, King James Version, let me find the King James Version, KJV, just as a nod to the KJV only people, I'm not a KJV only person, there hath no temptation, Paul writes this in 1 Corinthians, right, purportedly, Yeah. there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful, he will not suffer you 
meaning allow you, to be tempted above that ye are able, meaning beyond your ability to, be, to handle it, but, with, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may, ye may be able to bear it. Um, so, yeah, that's saying what you said. He won't give you more than you can handle. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, it's just, it's so fascinating. Like, I wonder, it makes me think now that, you know, I've been on this journey for a little bit now and I'm, I'm, you know, doing the silent prayer every morning and night and stuff. It makes me like, kind of like observe, like what are other people doing? When you, when you don't know that God's there, I think everybody ultimately knows God's there. That's why a lot of like people that call themselves atheists have yeah. a lot of anger towards the even topic, you know, cause they're so resentful in themselves that even they, they're so resentful towards living as it is that the thought of having a creator do, uh, you know, they just don't understand. But like, um, it just makes me think like, what are other people even like, you know, cause you guys were talking about the Hollywood thing where these SAG people are out and, sh- and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, are they just doing that simply because the devil said, Hey, it's time. Like, a, like in a group conference in the, in the thoughts, like, a, you know, he made like a group call and he just went to like Hollywood people and he was like, Hey, it's time to like in your head. Right. He's like, Hey, it's time. You don't get enough money. <laughs> you need to go out and stop filming the things and doing the things you were doing and go get more money. I say, like, I don't understand what people are even. I, in a way, it's just, I kind of wish that, I guess not everyone's supposed to find God, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I'm kind of rambling now. Yeah. You're pondering whether what's going on in the minds of these people. Yeah, I guess like, it, it is Satan. Diff- it is yeah. sort of a group mentality, and people don't realize that they... I think we don't realize what a group mentality we have, how influenced we are. Right. And I, I'm putting myself in with that, not because I'm influenced in the same way that those Screen Actors Guild people are, but I... at least not outwardly, but I th- do think that I am... I have noticed at times that I am influenced... <laughs> But it's it's tricky to catch yourself being influenced. Yeah. Uh, but it on the outside looking in, it's kind of like when people people say when JLP talks about not being emotional, they think that means robot. So they go right yeah. to robot, yeah. and everybody like so many people think robot, and they think they're thinking yeah. for themselves. They think that's a logical conclusion to jump to, as that's a. But it, what it is, it's a false dilemma. That's one of those, uh, in arguments, in, uh, in debate, right. that's one of those fallacies called false dilemma. Um, mm. That I, lear- I learned that in college, and I think that that's correct. Like, it's a false, there's an alternative other than robot and emotional. There's, uh, there's human as God made you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... That's really interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, that goes into the group think. Like, the amount of indoctrination that we have as children to now, it's unbelievable. Right. It's just unbelievable. And really quick, a last little thing I just thought is like, I wonder if like someone who got is like 70 or 80 or something like old 
and they never believed in God. And actually, yeah, I think that that does happen. Like I have a, f- I don't know if I'm right here, but my gra- nobody in my my family is uh, Christian or anything like that. You know, they kind of like uh, uh, they kind of laugh at the idea type of thing. Okay, and and my granddad got brain cancer, and he never believed in God, and you know, and I remember when he died. And I could be completely wrong here, but I felt like he, because he, he went into a coma, but they said he was still like with it kind of, but he just couldn't talk or anything anymore. And I, I wonder like if someone has the most, you know, because like we're kind of young still, we're, we're experiencing how to let go and to forgive and all these type of things. I wonder if someone gets to like 80 right on the deathbed and then they have in themselves, they have like the experience of letting go of all this indoctrination that they've gone through and they witness God just before they die. I wonder if you could have like what we're kind of going for as Christians, like real Christians, you can have that in like a millisecond before you die as like a euphoric moment. Does that make any sense? Maybe, maybe so. I mean, even as a, even when I was a kid raised quote unquote Christian, I, always thought about and was told about people on their deathbed uh, accepting Jesus or whatever. And that's yeah. a sort of a similar idea. And you know that, that thief on the cross who acknowledged Jesus? Wow, yeah. Uh, even he was... was uh, Jesus told him, you'll see you in heaven. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. to that effect. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Hey, I'll see you in heaven, bro. He's like, what? Like, yeah. yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah. But that's about it. All right, well, um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Great call. Take Thanks, care, man. man. By the way, how old are you if you're there? Oh, oh no. My bag. My bag. I don't need to overreact that much, but I'm just kind of hamming it up. It's a meme now. It's a meme. Anytime that happens, I go, oh, <laughs> Okay, guys, let me move on. This is so funny. My two favorite Americans. Based boomers. I love boomers. Trump with MLK. Uh, This is Brigitte Hassan. Can you pull the up? I think it's Brigitte Gabrielle. Let's see. MLK, Trump, Brigitte Gabrielle, that folder. Uh, (laughs) Trump with MLK. Trump all his age, his current age, roughly, you know, 70s. And MLK, his age back then, you know, mid-late 30s. And they're hanging out (laughs) in this AI photograph, fake photograph, slash fake painting, AI thing. (laughs) And uh, this this guy, John Cooper, (laughs) this guy, John Cooper, yeah, there it is. Brigitte Gabrielle tweeted... A few days ago, I guess. MLK Jr. and President Donald J. Trump, two of my favorite Americans. <laughs> and it's a, and it's this weird, funny, gr- dramatic lighting, sort of almost disturbing, of a Trump smiley face, and his, the face is almost cartoonish, and a MLK smiley face, and his face is a little bit less, but also almost cartoonish. And they're smiling in this cold light in this, uh, so it's, it's not the most attractive picture, but their smiles are 
their purported AI smiles are pleasant. I'm assuming that this is AI. Somebody said it was photoshopped. I don't think so. I think it's AI. You know, artificial intelligence. And she said, my two favorite Americans. So Brigitte Gabrielle, I know of her because, for one, I know she's been interviewed on the Jason Lee Peterson show over the years, decades past. She made Act for America. She's maybe an ex-Muslim or comes from an old Muslim country or something like that. But she's a, either a Christian or just a conservative gal. A firebrand type of a woman, you know, outspoken. You know, these bold women. Uh, uh, there she is again with some more. <laughs> What's that one say? Let me see. Uh, okay. If MLK were alive today, I have no doubt in my mind that he would be close friends with President Trump. <laughs> MLK is Martin Luther King Jr., you guys. Uh, he, w- w- some of us are just now learning, d- thanks to Uncle Tom too, and the historian who's been on the fallen state with JLP. What's that guy's name? Chad Jackson. Because some of us don't research for ourselves. Some of you guys already knew all this stuff. Accused him of being a communist. And he may well have been. Even renounced God at age 12 or something like that. Or went to college. Became like a social gospel type of a guy. This MLK person. Civil wrong movement. Uh, so-called civil rights. Uh, not the hero that we were taught. But she's <laughs> funny boomer. Shout out to the boomers. I love boomers. This is how I felt about it. I mean, I, I didn't think he was ever my favorite, but, you know, I felt positively towards him, I suppose. Yeah, I had no issue. I like, yeah, yeah, it sounds right. Uh, judged by character, not color. Not that I thought that anybody actually even judged by color. I'm like, oh, those mean old nasty races down in the South. I never really thought that way. I never really thought about it. And uh, the more I've learned about those mean old nasty racists in the South, the more reasonable I find their positions, honestly, in many cases. There's an explanation for everybody's thinking. You can even sort of understand the insanity of the pro-abortion people, uh, the way that Satan convinces them, you know? But anyway... uh, Two men who risked everything for equality, says Brigitte Gabrielle. Talking about MLK and Trump. Because Trump did risk a lot. MLK, yeah, I mean, he died. Uh, Equality is a false thing to go after. But two men who were spied on by the government, she said. MLK and DJT would have so much to talk about. No doubt that they would be close friends. (laughs) Uh, Funny. (laughs) She makes Trump look so much more like, that makes him kind of look beta in that picture. He's all leaning in, has his arm around. I mean, I know he's an affectionate man, but they're sitting at a, sitting, drinking like a, a big old pitcher slash oversized cup of, oversized glass of chocolate milk or something. Or coffee, or Iced coffee. Show this shit. But go back to number one. John Cooper, this liberal guy, this is how I saw it. John Cooper tweeted, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Does this woman have no shame? Angry face emoji. So angry he's turning red. <laughs> John Cooper. And that's a male liberal 
and old. He's like too old to be liber- to to be still a male liberal. But you know, I guess everybody got their issues, their hangups. And I find it a little bit disturbing just because it's these AI images are gross. It's kind of weird. And then also, I am a little bit more disillusioned with uh, MLK. Not with Trump at this point. I'm not disillusioned with Trump. I may still have illusions about Trump that I need to shed, but by and large, by and large, like Trump is head and shoulders above MLK in terms of being an American hero, in my opinion. Because Trump stood on truth. MLK, yeah, I mean, he would mix some truth in with his socialism, which is a lie, and crying racism and black victimhood, my, my, my which is a lie, phony victimhood and supporting the unions and stuff. I don't think that he was the, the hero. The, he's a dead, he's dead, by the way. He got assassinated, I guess, I'm told. But Trump is a living hero. So, uh, yeah, I find it a little disgusting, too. People were overreacting to it. Uh, go down to number three, Michael Knowles tweet, <laughs> tweeted, alternative timeline, he quote tweeted her and she retweeted it. Brigitte Gabrielle. She's kind of a cute lady. Uh, older, you know. Brown lady. Not Hispanic, I don't think. Alternative timeline, Trump with an angry face, this is a little bit more alpha. And then, uh, and My- Malcolm X, him <laughs> hanging out with Malcolm X. Uh, Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles, not to be confused with Beyonce's Matthew Knowles daddy, Michael J. Knowles. Based, Italian, Catholic perhaps, Daily Wire guy, Michael Knowles, who's appeared on uh, men's conferences with JLP. This is so fun and funny to me, you know. Michael Michael Knowles may know a little bit more about uh, MLK, and he may prefer... Uh, Malcolm X, who was a little bit more, uh, maybe separatist. Malcolm X. He called himself X because he rejected the, uh, I think he was born little, but he rejected the slave name, kind of like Kanye did. Uh, He cut these blacks a little slack, you know? They don't know better than to embrace their slave name. Slavery is dignified if you're dignified about it, and your forefathers didn't reject those names. Keep them. Keep them. West is a cool name. Little is a cool name. Keep it. Keep your slave name. Don't go all Muslim or changing your name. Come on. Come up with a fake name to to rebel against history. Ridiculous. Overreacting to slavery. But anyway, uh, Malcolm X was in the Nation of Islam and then he rejected that and then he got assassinated. Nation of Islam, you know, Louis Farah can't. Angry, angry, angry man. Mix a little bit of truth with lies. Nut, total nutcase. <laughs> but, uh, pretty funny, pretty funny. <laughs> and re- in reality, Trump would be a lot younger than these guys. In reality. But anyway, <laughs> I like that more, a little bit more alpha, serious face. Alternative timeline. Triple uh, X was already taken, says Rome 13. Uh, but yeah, people are so up in arms about it. I mean, I looked at quote tweets, okay? 
and by and large, these quote tweets go down to number five. No, this is this is two of your favorites, says deeply rooted black audacity. And they show Satan, a Satan figure, hugging Trump and Trump looking all beta and pathetic. Satan being all tall, like a full head taller than Trump. Uh, and I almost tweeted in response, but I didn't. I was a good boy. I almost tweeted the same thing, meaning, uh, <laughs> meaning MLK and the devil with the devil horns. Kind of, disgru- kind of disgusting and gross. But Trump in the Oval Office being embraced by Satan. Uh, maybe so. Maybe, maybe he was embraced by, as Jesus said, one of you is a devil. Jesus was kissed by a devil named Judas Iscariot because he called him a devil, you know? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you may be right there, even though you think that Trump loves Satan. I don't think that's the case. Kareem, this person named Kareem, T, summa laude, summa laude. Is he really saying that he's like a smart person? Summa laude, laude? Maybe he's not. <laughs> Graduated cum laude or summa, summa laude. Trying to equate MLK's tireless fight against racial injustice uh, to Trump's track record is like comparing a marathon r- runner to a sprinter who tripped at the starting line. One dedicated his life to the long, grueling race for equality, which is a, not, a, not a valid race, not a valid pursuit, by the way. It's funny how we get caught up in pursuits that we shouldn't even be vain Vain pursuits that we shouldn't even be caught up in and get validated by the world, other people in the world, and think that we're on the right track, on the right path. Obama and all these people. The others stoked division. Yeah, MLK stoked division. And he was also in the grueling race for equality. Satan's race. Satan wanted equality. He wanted to convince Eve that through knowledge they could be equal with God. Uh, Rob, 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 Tinkham tweeted, quote tweeted her, Martin Luther, oh, uh, this is number, which one is this? Number seven. Uh, cover your eyes, kids, cover your eyes. There's a bad word at the bottom. (laughs) Some Connie woman is all mad. (laughs) Cussing. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. says Rob Tinkham was a pioneer for human rights. Exactly. Communism. Fake idea, human rights. You and your orange false god are doing everything to crush human rights. Good. We're crushing communism. (laughs) Notice how Trump calls out communism. I don't know if that's his speechwriter or if that's him himself. Uh, For everyone but yourselves. Human rights. Uh, It was... it was someone with your mentality who murdered MLK, says Rob Tinkman. Tinkham. Oh, and also you bleached your skin to appear white. Did Brigitte Gabrielle really bleach her skin to appear white, more white? <laughs> Maybe. A lot of dark people don't like to be so dark, and a lot of white people don't like to be so white. We want to be just right, so vain. Could be. Connie Hewitt says, as if... In 1968, Trump... Oh, never mind. Forget that. Forget that. Dirty woman. Dirty Twitter woman. Don't worry, your pretty little head. Let's move on to number eight. This one is another fun-based boomer with the thumbs up. Positivity. Boomer positivity for the win. (laughs) With five thumbs up. 
How many hands do you have, Dorio Locus? Doria Locus? And a praying hands emoji. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because it's a boomer thing, and I, and I was taught by boomers and people who are older than boomers about MLK as a kid. And that's like a positive thing. <laughs> Unity. It's funny. This woman just means love, and they're all mad about it. <laughs> she literally just thinks of MLK as this benign, positive figure, and Trump, too, as a benign fighter for what's right. These people. <laughs> These boomers love it. And the liberals react. And conservatives, too, roll in their eyes. Anomaly. You know, anomaly. I don't know if he's a conservative, but he's a, he was somebody who searches out true things, facts about history and life and vaccines and different things. And uh, politicians. He's like, you're crazy, lady. You're, not, you're nuts, lady. And she might be, but she's just being positive. Anne Coilian, cider lawyer, on a number nine here, shares some, a quote, a purported quote from Dr. Martin Luther King, September 14th, 1966. Something is wrong in the economic system of our nation. Something is wrong with capitalism. Maybe America must move toward a democratic socialism. We must develop programs that will drive the nation to the realization. This is not a good impression of MLK, by the way. For the need for a guaranteed annual income. Wipes brow. That's doc- purportedly a quote of Dr. Martin Luther King. Rejecting Christian capitalism. Not commie capitalism, but Christian capitalism. Maybe he's rejecting commie capitalism for full- full-blown democratic socialism capitalism. Meaning mob, the mob votes in their own destruction through being bribed by the phony politicians and community, community activists like MLK. Dirtbag. Anomaly is the man, says Charlie Church. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I don't know if he's the man, but he's, he's, a, he's a nice young man. And I appreciate him for what he is. Uh, somebody who spreads good information in many cases. Uh, very, you can uh, get well informed by listening to that guy. He's, he researches stuff and he comes out with good videos too. And also he's a rapper. Uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. So MLK, not as good of a guy as our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. But maybe I don't want to have too much of rose-colored glasses or rose-colored glasses at all about Trump. I had sort of I was edumacated in rose-colored glasses towards MLK. Uh, By the way, Brigitte Gabrielle, ACT Brigitte is her uh, ACT, ACT for America. JLP has spoken at different ACT for America uh, chapters nationwide. uh, Organization, I guess. Jack Smith is out of control, she says. There is no justice in America. And she has this picture of Jack Smith looking like a... Looking like a clergy male or something like that. 
This is the guy who was appointed by DOJ's Merrick Garland, not a Christian, to investigate Trump over the 2020 election shenanigans. <laughs> uh, so right on, Brigitte Gabrielle. Funny, bo- based, nutty lady boomer whom I appreciate and like. Firebrand for maybe even Christianity. <laughs> uh, racism. Racism. Pick and pick cotton for free, say uh, the libertarians. Based libertarians say pick cotton for free. <laughs> uh, this is, what is. What is this? Where did I get this? I have a few more screenshots. Oh, Nina Turner, Libertarians, Racism folder. This is a different story. Weak Brad Palumbo. What a name. He's this journalist. I guess he's a libertarian, sort of conservative guy, but he's like sort of one of those young whippersnapper radical homosexual guys. Oh, man, what a mess. Like openly that. Ugh. Uh, he says, this is racist and vile. LPNH owes Nina an apology. And what on earth is he talking about? What's racist and vile? And he, sh- he quote tweets Nina Turner, who's black, a black female, young lady. And I may be using the term lady a little loosely there. A liberal. She can't help it. She was born black in America. <laughs> I, I'm assuming. Nina Turner. Nice name. Uh, and she's, she quote tweets her as saying, this is racist and anti-black, period. And what is she talking about? And she says, in no way is advocating for free insulin. I'm kind of telling you guys this story backwards because this is how I was exposed to it. For free insulin comparable to chattel slavery. Chattel. What a cool name, huh? Chattel slavery. Reminds me of cattle and... Chaps and cowboy stuff. Sounds cool. Chattel slavery. That's what they call, you know, when the blacks were owned as slaves back in the day. They call it chattel slavery. And they think that it's dehumanizing to be slaves. It's not. It's not. That's your, your corrupt imagination about slavery, which you never even experienced. So you have no clue. No firsthand knowledge anyway. Maybe you read about it. Uh, shameful and uneducated, she says. <laughs> and you're uneducated. <laughs> I like when I like when women accuse people of being uneducated. <laughs> and she shares this screenshot of this tweet from what is LPNH that's needs that owes Nina an apology to per Brad Palumbo? LPNH is Libertarian Party, Libertarian Party of New Hampshire, I gather. New Hampshire. It's a state. Back east. <laughs> and they say Nina Turner picking crops should be free. And they're quote tweeting Nina Turner in this tweet. Nina Turner said insulin should be free. Anybody diabetic, you know what insulin is? Insulin uh, or non-diabetic but know what insulin is? Insulin is supposed to balance your blood sugar levels. A lot of people are turning diabetic. Blacks are... Uh, disproportionately diabetes sufferers, fat people are, many people who are unhealthy 
develop diabetes. Some people have something called congenital congenital diabetes, I guess. I don't know. And they need insulin shots. Some people can regulate it through the... Not Atkins. Bernstein. Dr. Bernstein, I think. Uh, No carbohydrates. Forget bread exists. Uh, drink, ha- eat mostly vegetables, then fruit, but not too much. Then, uh, nuts and seeds and legumes, a little meat. Uh, I guess that's the diet that, uh, some people with diabetes have encouraged others to eat. And then you may not need, di- uh, insulin as much, or maybe you still need it, but at least you're eating something that's beneficial. And some say that's how you should be eating anyway. But this Nina Turner woman says insulin should be free. Medicine should be free. And she's a fit person. She's not fat. I don't know if she has diabetes, but she's a mildly attractive young lady. Uh, And so she's all insulin should be free. Medicine should be free. What a woman, what a woman thinking thing to say. And she's a woman and she's thinking. Satan's feeding her thoughts and the group mindset that we were talking about. Communism, socialism stuff. And uh, after Libertarian tweeted that Nina Turner picking crops, oh, crops, not cotton, should be free. Cotton could be a crop, right? Is cotton a crop? I think of crops as being food. Cotton's not food, but it is, it is, I don't know. It crops up, so it could be a crop. Insulin should be free is equally offensive as calling for someone to be compelled to pick crops, says Libertarian Party NH. Yeah, uh, so I'm thinking about, um, pick cotton for free, manufacture, distribute, give away insulin for free. You're enslaving a whole lot more people. People! But maybe they make money on other stuff. And... Cotton picking is a full-time job, or crop picking can be a full-time job, I guess, if you're built for the sun and your skin is melanated for the sun with a lot of, uh, what's that stuff called? Compassion. A lot of compassion in your skin. You can handle the sun. (laughs) And these people just overreact. So silly. Brad Palumbo simping for that gal. Brad Palumbo is editor-in-chief and co-founder of BASED Politics. He may be using BASED even more, more loosely than Hake and disgustingly because he's not morally straight. <sighs> he's openly not morally straight. Contributor to uh, Washington Examiner, which is relatively conservative outlet, by the way, New York Post, which is supposed to be somewhat conservative. Newsweek, which is off the deep end liberal. Views my own. This sleazebag, I think he's gone after JLP, by the way. Just a, just a, well, I mean, he's a useful, young, useful idiot. Nina Turner, Nina Turner, this educator, activist, black gal. Cute glasses. Hair tied back, a touch tight for Hake's taste. Uh, into a, but it's a nice style. Senior fellow at Race, Power, Policy, former Ohio State Senator, and professor. She may be even be younger than me. Nina Turner. Not, a lot of people are younger than me nowadays. 
55 years old. Okay, no, she's just a young 55, I guess. Married, has some children, apparently. Married to Jeffrey Turner Sr. And if he's senior, that must be mean that there's a junior. Which I assume would be her child, but I don't know. 603,000 followers on her Twitter profile, by the way. Uh, she's a pretty fit 55-year-old woman going into 2023 strong. She tweeted back in December 23rd on Christmas Adam, the day before Christmas Eve. Uh, 6,000 likes. Look at her uh, holding the mic. Oh, look at the next one. Uh, Nina Turner 4 pinned tweet. <laughs> Just got to show you her. Anyway, mildly attractive gal, but nutty as heck. Don't say that too much, kids. Uh, try to say Nina Turner three times fast. Bet Tina comes out, says Lord Baby 42. Uh, yeah, melodrama. And so LP, Libertarian Party of New Hampshire is not apologizing. They're reveling in the, in, uh, the attention. The negative attention. Maybe they're on a bit of an ego trip. Wife her up. Hey, no, she's too old for me. And I'm not that into black gals. And uh, I don't necessarily believe in that. And plus she's uh, a dumb liberal. Like, most of us are dumb liberals, right? Because we have anger. But that's, like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I got to get to this. This is, speaking of this racism stuff. And it's along the same lines. Sonny Johnson, Ron DeSantis... Florida pushing slavery history truth. This is feeding into it. Here's a tweet that I came across from Sunny Johnson. S-O-N-N-I-E. She's a gal, a black gal, somewhat light-skinned, also skinny, um, on Twitter, saying, I will never vote for this man. Never! She doesn't have that deep of a voice, I don't think. A little bit deep. You know, I like a deep-voiced woman. But anyway, that's irrelevant, because I'm not considering her either, because she kind of has an ugly attitude, in my opinion. And she quote tweets, No lie with BTC. No lie with Brian Taylor Cohen. Cohen. Oh, Brian Tyler. Cohen. Showing this big old picture of Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis' administration just approved new curriculum rules requiring schools to teach that slaves developed skills that could be applied for their personal benefit. And that's a fact. They also require to say that black people need to capitalize the B in the word black because he's a kiss-up, just like all the rest of the mainstream media. Far-left extremists, they, don't have, they have no love for the blacks, but they just are lame-o kiss-ups. Uh, black people used violence against white people, and that is also factual. I'm sorry, I thought you guys wanted history. You don't want history told in uh, the schools? They pretend like the CRT is the only valid history. It's not even history. And, uh, you know, slavery and the different things that happened with the uh, American Indians and the blacks and the slaves and the freedmen and stuff. So he shares an article from the Washington Compost, and this article states, is headlined, Florida approves new black history standards that critics decry as a step backward. It's from the Washington Compost. Washington Compost. And I have, uh, I looked up the archive because, you know, I wanted to see what they were saying. 
The updated standards say students should learn that enslaved people developed skills that could be applied for personal benefit, as I told you earlier. That's a fact. And that in teaching about mob violence against black residents, instructors should know that acts of violence perpetrated against and by so-called African-Americans. And that's a fact. It's a fact. These standards are a disservice to Florida's students and are a big step backward for a state that required teaching of so-called African-American history since 1994, said the Florida Education Association Liberals, state's largest teachers union, in a statement. In other words, they're communists. They don't want the, the whole truth being told. Standards, the latest development in an ongoing debate in Florida over how so-called black history, and they capitalize the B because Washington Compost also hates blacks and hates whites, hates America, should be taught in school. Earlier this year, the Education Board rejected new AP, Advanced Placement, high school course on so-called African-American studies, arguing it lacked educational value. Yeah, I know, you get educated in that, and what job can you get in that? Brainwashing other people about your other uh, cherry-picked, caricatured history about imaginary racism. Meanwhile, the state legislature passed a raft of new laws backed by the Republican presidential candidate, writes this, reads this Washington Compost article. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who contends the measures remove woke indoctrination and empower parents. The laws ban the teaching of critical race theory, an intellectual movement that examines the way policies and laws perpetuate systemic racism, which doesn't exist, and forbid teachers from offering instructions that make other students feel guilt because of actions committed by others in the past, which is the push, you know? Education Commissioner Manny Diaz, Diaz, D-I-A-Z, argued at Wednesday's meeting in Orlando that the changes to black history curriculum make it more robust, and that's a fact. I agree, Manny Diaz. I think this is something that is going to set the norm for standards in other states, he said. Manny Diaz said, education commissioner. I like this Hispanic man. I'm profiling him as Hispanic based on his name. Adding that Florida would continue to teach the good, bad, and the ugly of American history in an age-appropriate manner. Well, good for you, man. And so this gal doesn't want the whole truth being told. Yes, blacks committed violence even back then. What, you think blacks didn't commit violence back then? Give me a break. Maybe not as much as nowadays. They were raised better, hopefully, I would think. Yes. That's what I heard. (laughs) Hank Hank likes a deep voice woman. (laughs) Yeah, this gal also hates uh, JLP. Well, I don't know about Nina Turner. I don't know if she's familiar, but Sonny Johnson and Brad Palumbo. Two peas in a pod. And Sonny Johnson's purportedly a black conservative woman female. JLP has debated her in the past. Show the picture of, yeah, there she is. Sonny Johnson. Did she say that? That's her podcast thing. Uh, what else about her? She's a, well, anyway, yeah, she's, I think she was supported by Breitbart. Molly attractive gal. (laughs) Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. I gotta close it out. Uh, Oh, man. It's White History Month, you know? Let's play some White History music. I'll check for some super chats. But I want to play Huntington's. This song is entitled Heartbreak at the Hardy Holly uh, from the 2000 album Plastic Surgery. I'll stick with you guys through it. Because 12 Friday is not coming in today. 
He's on Tuesdays, and he'll be guest hosting Church with J.C. Lee Peterson. It'll be Church Fellowship with Joel Friday. So look for that this coming Sunday. But Heartbreak at the Hardy Holly by the Huntington's 2000 album Plastic Surgery. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll stick with you through it. I'll talk you through it. It's uh, Ramon's Clones. Here it is. Oh, yes. I met her at the Holly Holly. Said her name was something Holly. And it's just another day, just another day Ooh, at the Hardy Holly Just another day, just another day Ooh, at the Hardy Holly Just another day, just another day Ooh, at the Hardy Holly Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, 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 yeah American Anchor, baby I can't understand all the lyrics, but she's walking out with another guy. Women's Forum tonight. Women's Forum. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. American Anchor Baby at noon. Check him out on YouTube and Rumble, I do believe. I'll see you tomorrow, guys. <laughs> so fun. I like it. It's a, it's a sad song, but get over it. You don't need that woman. <laughs> Heartbreak. Soups. It's supposed to be Christian. <laughs> and it's just another day, just another day. Ooh, at the Hardy Holly. Just another day, just another day. Ooh, at the Hardy Holly. Just another day, just another day. Ooh, at the Hardy Holly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Adios, America.